Good morning. Many people I meet in one Buddhist communities say that they were introduced to meditation practice through mindfulness. Mindfulness is known to the West by well-known teachers like the late Thich Nhat Hanh, John Kabat-Zinn, Sharon Salzberg, or Tara Brock. Thanks to them, mindfulness has become a common word that we can easily learn about. An article in the Buddhist magazine Lion's Roar says that mindfulness is to cultivate the quality and power of mind that is aware of what is happening without judgment and without interference. The dictionary Macmillan defines mindfulness as a technique to improve mental well-being that involves focusing on the present moment while accepting any thoughts and feelings that occur. So what do I think mindfulness is? Simply put, it is the mind that is full of present moment and mindfulness practice is to cultivate that state of mind. When it comes to mindfulness practice, being aware of what is happening is what is happening at that moment is critical. Whenever I come across the idea of mindfulness, I wonder about what kind of one Buddhist teachings will be similar to the well-known meaning of mindfulness in the West. As a matter of fact, we have the exact term of mindfulness, which is yunyam in Korean. But what mindfulness and yunyam have in common is just the name, not the meaning. The practice of yunyam is about checking your mind through journaling with a list of checkboxes. Although mindfulness as a form of journaling is an important practical method in one Buddhism, it is not the mindfulness practice that you might think it is. So I was wondering, again, besides journaling, what other teachings of one Buddhism are relevant that people can easily relate to mindfulness. And here is what I found. It is most closely aligned with Ilshim Kongbu, one-pointed mind practice. Ilshim. This practice of Ilshim Kongbu talks about not only moment-by-moment -moment awareness, but also covers the main three practice subjects in one Buddhism, cultivating the spirit, wisdom, and mindful choice. This morning, I'd like to introduce you to Ilshim Gongbu, the practice of one-pointed mind as a form of one Buddhist mindfulness practice. First of all, let's go over the Korean word Ilshim Gongbu. So here, the word ilshim has two letters, ilshim. Il means single, solo, or one. And this shim, shim means mind. So together, it is single mind, 
solo mind or one mind. Usually, it is translated as one-pointed mind, which adds an aspect of cultivation. 공부 means to study or practice. 일심 공부 becomes the practice of one-pointed mind. Before I go any further, I want to say that the word one in this phrase also means distinct, matchless, or unsurpassed. In this sense, the word 일심 explains, explains our mind aligned with the true nature. This means that the practice of 일심 is not only a way of attained freedom of our mind, but it also refers to our true mind as being calm, clear, and righteous. Therefore, when we say 일심, it satisfies both a process of our practice as well as a result of our practice. Now we have some understanding of what 일심 공부 refers to. By the way, can you say the word 일심? Very good. Then let us think about what we do with this. How do we make this practice of ilshim applicable in our life? The practice of ilshim is about doing one task at a time. And this is a way to cultivate our spirit. I remember several years ago, one Buddhism of Manhattan Temple used a logo, one breath at a time, on their website. I thought it was neat. One breath at a time expresses well, 일심 공부 in a practical sense. One breath at a time, one step at a time, or one task at a time. These are all pointing to 일심 공부 as a means of spiritual cultivation. When we are fully present with an activity in which we are engaging at any given moment, that is the practice of mindfulness, 일심 공부. You can find 일심 공부 in the scriptures of one Buddhism. A few examples are read. If the mind becomes, becomes distracted, do not neglect to pull yourself together and bring your attention to your breath. If the mind lapses into idle thought, then restore it with your ilshim. And these lines are from the method of seated meditation. When you are doing one thing, do not be distracted by something else so that you concentrate only on the task at hand. This line is from Master Sutesan's Dharma Words, Chapter 3, The Practice. So how do we apply this mindfulness practice in our life? Through doing one task at a time. In fact, doing one thing at a time is seemingly a simple task. When eating, just eat without Googling on your smartphone. When, oh, I like that reaction. When brushing your teeth, 
Just brush your teeth, not being bothered by thinking of some past events. Or when answering your mom's calls, give her your full attention instead of reading articles on your phone. And I must confess, I'm speaking for myself. And these examples are what I need to practice with Ilshim, especially with my mom's calls. I sometimes, actually many times, read articles while talking on the phone with my mom when they go over 20 minutes. So I usually talk with my mom on the phone about 40 minutes, sometimes an hour. So how are you doing with your mindfulness practice? Are you sometimes, like myself, distracted by other stuff when doing one thing? Yeah? No? Well, if so, yeah. We are on the same page. And this should be called a practice. Ilshim Gongbu is about being fully present for every activity from eating a meal to answering your calls or emails or to savoring a morning cup of coffee or tea. When we give each activity its own space, our life will become much simple and easy. This is why Sutesan introduced mindfulness practice Ilshim Gongbu as one of the items that we can efficiently cultivate our calm mind by engaging in our everyday life. Let me briefly read the scriptures which say how we can cultivate our peaceful mind while conducting our day-to-day -day activities. First, in all your actions, do nothing that will disturb or devastate your spirit and avoid such sensory conditions. Second, do not entertain craving or greed in responding to any matter, but instead habituate yourself to having a dispassionate attitude. Third, when you are doing one thing, don't be distracted by something else so that you concentrate only on the task at hand. Finally, fourth, in your spare time, pay attention to chanting or sitting meditation. How do these items speak to you? So Tesan said, these four methods are efficient ways to apply his teachings closely during our day. And if you wish to talk more about these items, you're welcome to join the Third Day Dharma discussion at 7 p.m. When it comes to Ilshim Gongbu, mindfulness practice, it is not limited to doing only one task at a time. It can also mean multitasking. Let's consider the story of Master Sotesan's early disciple who burned on herbal medicine while sewing. Actually, this story made her quite famous. Everybody knows this story. One day, the student Yang had to prepare some herbal medicine while sewing. 
She sincerely followed Sotesan's instruction on Ilshim Gongbu, which is not to be distracted by one thing while doing another. However, by following Sotesan's guidance as such, she ended up burning the medicine because she was fully engrossed in her sewing. When she reported this incident to Master Sotesan, he said, at that time, you had to attend to both activities of preparing the medicine and sewing. Both of these duties fall under your responsibility and you needed to conduct them with all sincerity and dedication. Whether you are attending to 10 or 20 duties at once, as long as you deal with those within, within the range of your responsibility, it will not be distraction, but an undivided state of mind and an essential method of practice engaging daily activities. Later on, the student Yang became a great teacher as she even more sincerely followed Sotesan's guidance. Her Dharma title is Hun Tawannim. In my seminary, seminarian days, I was very much inspired by how Hun Tawannim practiced Ilshim Gongbu and became the master of spiritual cultivation. This story took a place about 100 years ago. I assume that at that time, with two tasks, dealing with two tasks at once might be appropriate in terms of job capacity for one Buddhist novice. But it is not anymore. And it surely was not true about 23 years ago when I was a novice in the temples of Philadelphia and Swaziland in Africa, respectively. At that time, there were always a lot more than two items I needed to take care of at once. For Reverend Tabin, who is our youngest Kyomunim back there, running is a default walking pace. He always runs. I was just like him at that time, running myself to fulfill the tasks at hand. Ilshim Gongbu, in terms of multitasking, is not an option, but a necessity living in the current society. This is very true for me from the beginning of my Kyomunim life up until now. As my time in the One Buddhist community has been going forward, the number of tasks I've needed to deal with only grew. Examples are easily found at any moment in my Kyomunim life. Here is just one of them. While Reverend Grace, who came last week, Jiung, Joe somewhere, and I went to the One Institute of Graduate Stud Studies, it was still the beginning stage of the school. Everything was underfunded and many things we needed to manage by ourselves, like cooking or cleaning. All the students took a turn going grocery shopping and prepare meals for students and kyomunims. And one of the kyomunims were revenue. 
Once a week, on early Sunday morning, we rode a van to go to our school, to clean our school building on our own. The thing was that we did this extra work while catching up on learning English and dealing with the unfamiliar American culture, and needless to say, fulfilling our duties as students. Without practicing 일심 공부, it wouldn't it would not been possible to finish the school programs. Multitasking was a thing that I had to learn through 일심 공부. So, 일심 공부 is about becoming a multi-functional and multitasking person. But is it really? Yes and no. This is yes because when Sotesan gave an example of numbers of duties like 10 or 20, I think he, re- he really meant the actual capacity of what our life requires us. And yet it is no because he equally emphasized maintaining a calm and grounded mind is very much important no matter how many tasks are on our table. 일심 공부 that I learned during my novice and graduate school days was only a sample portion of real-time mindfulness practice in the one Buddhist communities. While living with three different head kyomunims before the one Dharma center, I learned the hard way that I needed to be functional for many tasks at hand, and at the same time, I needed to be able to focus on grounding my mind. I worked in the North Carolina temple right before the One Dharma Center. The temple was very active, still active. In other words, it kept me very busy pretty much much all the time. There were usually two to three events performed at once. It was exceptionally tough in the first two to three years, and Reverend Chiyun became my listening ear. But as time went by and as I was settled, I also found that North Carolina Temple was the most fun temple I've ever worked at. And let me share what it was like on one of the typical busy days in the NC Temple. So that day, I was involved in two events, a wedding ceremony at the the Dharma Hall and a dinner party for children's camp volunteers in the residence. I had to check the Dharma Hall setting for the wedding and at the same time greet people for the dinner party. I made a few dishes for the party while having a bride in the dining room right next to the kitchen who requested a quiet environment while she was waiting there. The wedding started and I hurried to finish cooking so I could join Reverend Wang Gong, the head kyomunim there, to sing a song for the newlywed couple. Singing was one of the embedded programs for any event in that temple. So by the way, sometimes you will see me singing during our programs here as well. Living with her for nine years, singing became embedded in my genes, so I can't help singing. 
what ishim gongbu I needed on that day. I think I did fulfill my duties almost gracefully, at least externally, and yet my mind was fairly disturbed by all those things happening at once, and any of which I shouldn't possibly neglect. People may call that kind of environment stressful, right? But the one Buddhist practitioners would call that the opportunity for Ilshim Gongbu. By the time I left the North Carolina temple in 2021, I have been well trained to perform back-to-back events mindfully and kept my mind tranquil 6.5 out of 10 times. Such a victory. For all those years from my novice period up until now, what I have learned is that Ilshim Gongbu, the mindfulness practice, has led me to broaden my capacity for work as well as cultivate my inner peace. I am sure that the result of Ilshim Gongbu will come with time as long as I won't quit and keep following the guidelines of Sotesan, my original teacher. And one day, who knows, we will be remembered as great teachers, even if we make our own mistakes, just like the student Yang burned her herbal medicine. Thank you. Thank you.